Welcome to the Paywall Podcast, where we discuss paywalls and paywall strategies for news and magazine publishers. This episode of the Paywall Podcast is brought to you by Leaky Paywall. Leaky Paywall is the most flexible WordPress subscription platform. Find out more at leakypaywall.com. And now for today's episode. Welcome to the Paywall Podcast. I am here with Tyler once again. Welcome, Tyler. Hello, hello. We are going to nerd out about subscription success as we always do. If you're listening to this, thanks for listening. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about 2024. We're not going to talk about any kind of trends. Oh, yes, I lied. We're going to talk about trends, but what we're going to really talk about is what you should be doing in 2024. What are the key areas to focus on with all the changes happening with AI and social media and everyone scratching their head and thinking, what do I do next? How about that? Should we talk about that? Well, let's do it. I think I think that's I think that would be a, a great one to look at. Now, <clears throat> what I want to do is be clear that um, what you need to be focusing on are the things you can control this year or last year in the future. Social media being sort of the, the the big example of something totally out of your control that you're dependent on. Um, and when you control things, you can guide them in the direction you want to guide them. They won't change on you suddenly in the future and they will grow your business. And that's what we're, that's what we're here to do. Okay. So the word of the day is control. Um, I mentioned social media. I just want to, I just want to reiterate that yes, you might be generating traffic from social media and that's fine and you can keep doing it, but don't expect it to last. You know, Facebook came out and they, um, they basically said, Hey, we're going to turn off, uh, you know, we're not going to promote, uh, news feeds. Okay. Publishers are screaming. What do I do now? I'm going to go to TikTok. Okay. I'm going to go into Instagram. Okay. That's fine. And these are all fine. And these are supplementary to what you're doing, but they shouldn't be the core engine that drives your revenue. So what do you do instead? Okay. So we're going to, we're going to jump a little bit. I I know I would, I said, I wasn't going to talk about um, uh, trends, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about trends because Reuters, uh, which is the article we're looking at, published a, a really neat piece with a lot of information in it. And I'm just going to pick out the things um, that uh, that that I read and thought, hey, this is this is this is what we're seeing. Mm, not so much. It's just a few things I want to note. One, they're noted that publishers, news publishers specifically, are generally pessimistic about the future. Um, and at the same time, they wrote that subscriptions were either stable or had a little bit of growth last year in general when they surveyed publishers, which I think that's a hint hint if you're not uh, capturing and being very, very uh, committed to growing subscriptions. We're not seeing that here. I mean, we're dealing with subscriptions all day long. We're seeing a lot of uh, success with not only increasing subscriptions, but building the audience, which is really the secret to building subscriptions. Um, social media dropping traffic. That's another big one. Uh, just talked about that. Uh, another kind of a sad trend, which it continues is stopping print. And Tyler, I know that you, you deal with this, uh, with your local publisher crowd. 
uh, sometimes, right? Especially sure. with small print runs, right? Yep, yep. And it's not the end of the world um, transitioning from a print, you know, product to to digital. I've got several publishers that have done it and they've done it successfully. I've got se several publishers who have never been print publishers and have been digital first. So um, there is certainly room for a digital only product without the hassle of print and mailing and printing and all of that. So successfully stopping print and making a transition to digital actually sounds like a podcast, but yeah. is there any kind of a, a takeaway that you can, that you can um, share with the listeners about uh, any, any particular nugget that might help that print publisher switch over to yeah. only. Yeah. Keep doing them in tandem. Um, but push the digital only subscription plans as the primary option on your website. Um, and then over time, you will start to see that uh, offering a print plan doesn't make a lot of sense, even if you give it digital and print. It just doesn't mm -hmm. make a lot of sense from a financial perspective. So at some point, you'll start to notice that the vast majority if you're only offering that digital offering, you're putting putting that forward. Most people will will start to pick that only, and then you'll you'll be able to uh, make that transition fairly simple. Mm. It's almost like an old guard, new guard. Yeah, yeah. You don't have you, you don't have to do them. You don't have to do them at the exact same. You don't have to like end your your print right. tomorrow. It's something that most publishers do over over time. Um, so you're saying really lean in and throw a focus on the digital side and then that will it will sort of organically take care of itself. Yeah, I tell publishers I tell them all the time pretend like you don't have your print product. Sure, you can you can still add a link on your subscribe card page that says print plans or something, mm -hmm. but don't make it prominent, make people uh go looking for it because again, those are like you're not you're, usually you're losing money on those a lot of times as far as delivery is concerned. I get why they still send it. There's advertising. There's a number of reasons why you continue to send a print product. Yeah. But in the long run, it makes more sense to offer digital as we know it's a lot cheaper to, yep. to do that. That's the primary. Yep. All right. Local news wisdom from Tyler. Awesome. Um, okay, another one. Let's back to the Reuters article. Uh, so another trend, uh, bundling other content, uh, which makes sense. Like if you think New York Times and their games, Washington Post uh, launched a games product maybe a year ago or so. Uh, podcasts, uh, subscriber-only podcasts, there's a good idea. People love podcasts. Um, it's an efficient way and intimate way to consume content. Um, I certainly love them. So consider having, yes, you can have a podcast um, broadcast setup, uh, but why not consider subscriber only podcasts? We have publishers that have been doing it for years and you have to be a logged in paying subscriber in order to pull it off. Uh, so bundling is another one. AI for back office work, definitely got to mention probably the biggest buzzword of our time uh, right now. We're going to dive into that a little bit more. And then uh, the final thing was to is was subscriptions and memberships 
publishers looking more and more into into turning that on or doing more with that to build the reader the reader revenue stream and of course that's that's what we talk about Tyler anything else um that that you think um you think is is really a uh sort of nonsense to look at um for for 24 anything you you're 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 talking to your publishers about and you're shaking your head thinking yeah don't worry about that <laughs> uh yeah i i get a lot of questions around how do we stop ai from mm. extracting our content and using it as part of their model um mm -hmm. there's i mean there's already lawsuits the new york times is already filed a lawsuit i think mm -hmm. uh around this topic so i suspect in 2024 we're going to see a lot more of that especially if they're successful in in litigating that um but for the smaller publisher the medium-sized publisher the rest of us who are not the new york times i don't think there's much to worry about most people don't consume their news through chat gpt and they're right. likely uh, it's probably not something they're they're going to do at least anytime soon. Um, and if you've got a gated paywall and you've got something that you always want to be behind uh, the paywall, then just make it so. Make it always uh, require uh, a plan, a free plan at least, or or a paid plan. So I wouldn't get too too caught up in all of that and keep your focus on growing the newsletter and growing out your your list because that's as we've seen with Facebook and as we've seen with other social platforms, you can't rely on their traffic, but what you can rely on is the 25,000 subscribers in your free newsletter that you can market to whenever you like on your time frame, without the algorithms. And you've, you've got an audience that you have ownership over as far as, the platform is concerned so that would be my focus it's not much new like it's not a new thing that we haven't talked about before but it's becoming more and more important because every single publisher just about that i work with uh facebook is basically last place on their referring traffic most of the publishers that i work with it's direct traffic which is from google and from their newsletter facebook twitter x any of that stuff it's a distant distant uh referring you know yep. referral of traffic yeah all right a lot of a lot of a lot of things to unpack in in that um <laughs> let me wind back to the, just the ai that started this whole kickoff um we i did hear from a publisher who's dealing with a website that was essentially cloning his own website with content and you know how do how do i deal with that and yeah you go after him try to shut him down and all that good stuff um uh i think for the most part you're correct um you know ai is uh really you know one crowd is super excited about it another crowd is super scared about it end of the world stuff um and the reality is 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 it's a tool that you should absolutely be exploring and learning about and using today and we'll jump to, jump into that for a second but as far as like um ai content ending up yes in chat gpt or whatever um right now that's really not the consumption if somebody starts to copy your content lock it down you know take a period of time and especially if you're in local news where it's the the most recent news is what's important just hard lock it 
you're using leaky paywall, just just set that meter to zero. Take a you can take a free registration um, or just lock it down for for a month. And guess yeah. what? That competitor will not have your content for a month. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And one uh, thing you can automated do in any way. One yeah. thing you can do is use the IP blocker. I think that would probably stop most of it. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't talked much about that, but basically it would prevent the IP from continuing to re-scrape the data on your site. That's a whole nother yep. technical con conversation, but there are ways to continue to have a metered approach, but also yep. limit the access that bots and um, you know chat GPT and others have to your site. Yeah, you want to be careful. You don't want to blow up your site for the sake of the minority. People yeah. will always be getting, trying to get around your paywall, trying to steal your content. It's been happening for decades. Um, and you don't really care because it's the 90 plus percent of your readers who will pay you to support you, who who like what you're doing, who aren't interested in doing, spending any, wasting any of their time trying to get around anything. They just want a convenient way to consume your content. All right, let's jump back into that. All right, so I have five things here that I want to I want to go through in terms of like 2024. What are the priorities? Like, what would I focus on? Uh, you mentioned some of this in your in your in your uh, uh, in my lecture <laughs> monologue. <laughs> well, you are a professor, so maybe I should just start calling you a professor. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Professor Channel. Yeah. That's, yeah. Kind of, that's a good it's, ring. Too. It's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. A different life. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but, and, and these are all very much within your control. And that's really the key is doing things you control. So, uh, Tyler, you had mentioned the newsletter. I just want to reiterate that. The newsletter is probably, if you don't do anything but one thing this year, and that's Focus on your newsletter and make it awesome. It is the tool that will grow your email list. It is the tool that will promote your paid subscriptions. It is the tool that will treat your paid subscribers the way they want to be treated. It's, it's lead acquisition and it's churn reduction all wrapped up into one. It is a direct marketing tool. I come from the old school of, you know, uh, marketing pre-internet and direct marketing like postcards. You know, we, we, we eventually figured out that you could send envelopes and packages and stuff, but postcards were the killer, was the killer app because it's, it's direct mail. It's simple. It's clean. It shows up in your mailbox. Email is still that way. Um, and so set up a free registration, as Tyler mentioned. Give away one article, require registration to to read the second article, um, and then um, get that person on your mailing list. You're in total control over your email list. You want to grow that email list. You grow your email list. You grow paid subscriptions. We look at the data, the charts, and 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 the the the, the more free registrations come in, the more paid subscriptions get converted. It's just a, it's a percentage game. Five. Five to ten percent, roughly, of your free registered readers will convert to paid subscribers. It will happen. So really focus on that. Quick story. So this morning, I was, I was, uh, uh, my wife Colleen was talking about how she tries to get into the Wall Street Journal sometimes to read an article, and they shut her down. And she's she's really getting like frustrated at like all this like this this 
oh, I can't, I just want to read one article. Like I just, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not going to be a subscriber. At least she doesn't think she's going to be a subscriber. Although, you know, she, maybe she'll consider it, but she's like, I just want to read that one article. And, and they just bounced me away. And I, I just get so mad. And I said to her, well, what if they let you read one article? That's like, that's all I need. But sometimes you need a second article. Like, yeah, maybe. Would you give away your email address for that second article? She's like, no, no, no. I don't like, no, I don't, I, I you know, I'm really, then there was this whole, then a story about how this, this, uh, this uh, Nike store person wanted, wanted to ask her six times for an email address on a, on a purchase. Then I said, well, what if you get the article you're looking for, plus you get their newsletter every month? And she, then she went, she said, I mean, I'm quoting her. She went, maybe. <laughs> and I'm just telling you this from somebody who's pretty private and very conservative as far as like giving away personal data. And this is, this is, this is the psychology of the free registration in a nutshell, right? You're, and don't forget that, and this is a, just a key component, like you don't have to give away much and your newsletter is huge value. That's the, the free newsletter, massive value. I get, you know, you get free newsletters in your mailbox and they're triggers. They're like, oh, look at this new stuff. Sometimes you just delete, 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 delete. Great. But sometimes you're like, ooh, that's a good article. I got to read that one. Boom. And it drives you back where then you have a chance to capture that person and take them to the next level, paid level or whatever. Okay. Um, have I said enough about the newsletter? <laughs> I want to say one more thing because <laughs> I'm not done yet because it's that important is that newsletters are viral, right? So, and we talk about social traffic. The thing I think we all, a lot of people forget, including myself, is that, um, you can go and publish on, on TikTok. You can go on Instagram. You can go on YouTube. You can post all this content. That's great. But there's a difference between you, the publisher, putting an article out on TikTok or putting some content out on TikTok versus one of your fans, pre-registered readers, casual visitors, or paid subscribers putting an article out on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever. Because... When one of your fans is promoting your content to their network, their network pays attention. When you, the publisher, promote your content to your network, eh, you know, it's like expected, like, eh, like I get, you're getting all the news or all the articles from a, a publication. Okay, that's fine. But when, when I go and I share an article from a publication to my friends somewhere or my network, they pay attention because it's a fan sharing. So think about that. And the newsletter is viral. Eat that. The email gets forwarded to someone else. The article gets, so you drive someone to an article, they copy the URL, they send it in a text message, right? They throw it on Facebook. So this is the, this is the thing. If you control your list and grow your list, your virality <laughs> will increase because your network will be doing the sharing. So I wouldn't get too excited. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't worry so much about social. Let your fans take care of the social for you. Does that make sense? It sure does. Cool. All right. There's the newsletter.
Let's talk newsletter. Um, so redesign, because every time you look at your design, if you haven't looked at your design in, in, in a month or, or in a year, you probably should look at it and make sure that you have a you have the free newsletter, you have a paid newsletter. Free registration means you have a free list. Paid newsletter means you have a paid list. Treat those readers differently. The free, free newsletter is all about having language to upgrade to a paid subscription. So every day, every week, whatever your cadence is, upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Maybe you have other products to sell. That's great. Upgrade. Um, and get a sponsor. Or don't forget the sponsor, right? Paid, subs paid uh, subscriber newsletter, no upgrade message. Um, maybe maybe you have a special sponsorship just for paid subscribers. Maybe it's a maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a promotion that someone gets to put into your paid newsletter just for paid subscribers that they'll pay extra for. Now, what's a paid newsletter, Tyler? Because oh <laughs> that's the question. It's like. Oh, wait, I have a newsletter, but I paid newsletter? That sounds like work. Is it yeah. extra work? Not really. No, I, I've got several publishers that have two separate lists. Basically, you've got the free people who sign up through the free registration. And then at any point in the process, they upgrade or someone comes on and just goes direct to paid. Those folks are put on the paid list. And so basically, when you send out your newsletter, you can send to all the free users at any point and at the same time you can send out to your paid lists and basically you're just changing the language a little bit around um, those two lists because clearly you want the free list to upgrade that's the whole point is to uh, give colleen the extra article get her <laughs> you know get her hooked on the newsletter because now instead of just wanting one article she really that's wants right. like 15 articles and so to get her to upgrade is is uh, it requires language in the newsletter that entices her to pay, yeah. Um, and that's exactly what you do. Um, it's not that it's not that complicated from a technical perspective. It doesn't take much that much more time to do, um, and uh, it's super effective. And what about the subscriber only newsletter? What 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 are some examples of that? Like like how do I pull that off without? creating a ton of work for me like like do i have to write extra content to not, have a subscriber only newsletter yeah not typically so i've got some publishers that they've got their let's say their top five stories of the day that go out in their free list but maybe there's like two or three stories that didn't quite make the cut and mm. didn't go in that free newsletter but are still important but they put that in the paid list and these folks get you know, a little bit more commentary around, you know, these, these extra articles. It could also be news that's coming up tomorrow. That's not yet public. Uh, just any little extra mm -hmm. thing that you can offer the paid, uh, list. It doesn't have to be extraordinary. It just needs to be, uh, a little bump above what you would get on the free, on the free list. Yeah. I like that. I love, like having that at like afternoon newsletter that, Instead of getting the newsletter sent the next morning, the paid subscribers get the newsletter in the afternoon. So you get it in front of everybody. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Could also do, um, depending on how much volume you have, you could do full text newsletters. Like if you're, if you're, uh, 
you know, if you're put, putting out maybe one or two articles a day, you could send full text to your subscriber list and you can completely automate that. Um, and that would be, that would be easy to do. And that's a big benefit when you don't have to log in, you can just read something right in your email as a paid subscriber. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Um, so that was a lot about newsletters, paid newsletters. Um, so the second that's, and so let's call that the first thing. Um, second thing is, uh, it's another distribution channel that's becoming popular and that's SMS or WhatsApp around outside the United States. It's WhatsApp inside the United States. It's SMS. Um, so there are, uh, larger publishers that are working on this, uh, doing this successfully right now that are, uh, essentially sending, uh, instant, you know, text messages or WhatsApp messages to their readership in exchange for, for payment, right? It's a, it's a premium part of their subscription. Um, we have some relationships going in that end. If, uh, if you're listening to this and you're interested in exploring SMS or WhatsApp, please get in touch. Uh, but it's another thing, another channel like the email newsletter, but obviously um, it's like an app notification, uh, but it's totally under your control. This is something that you can build. Um, yes, you'd have to ask for, uh, you know, a phone number or or uh, uh, WhatsApp uh, information on like, let's say a registration. Uh, but once you get it, you got it. And it's part of teasing content um, and premium content uh, as well. So, gosh, if you're a sports publisher, um, you know, you're probably sending out 14 messages a day. because That's how crazy sports fans are. Yep. Uh, if you're a news publisher, it might be a little less. But, mm -hmm. uh, but geez, I could, the New York Times, I mean, on their app, they got me for, I'm sure I get at least five, six, seven articles pushed at me every day. Mm. Um so, uh, okay. but yeah, channel you can control. Uh, speaking of apps, number three, there's another channel you can control. Uh, why not deliver the best reading experience to your uh, to your readers through an app? Um, there are lots of app providers. We have uh, integration with uh, MobileOud and uh, uh, another one coming. Uh, plus we have uh, our own uh, Unipress apps easy to set up and there's no extra work on the, the publishing end uh yeah it costs a little money not everybody's ready for apps uh, but um, it's 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 another area under your control you get push notifications um and it's a it's a it's a benefit to the subscriber just like the premium newsletter it's like another subscriber benefit that, that, that increases the value of the paid subscription um, and it's convenience, you know, it's just open, get the push notification, open the app up, read the article. Um, wonderful way to, to keep your, your readership, uh, running. Um, okay. So that's three, uh, podcasts. We, we mentioned podcasts earlier. That's, uh, that's another one. Um, some, I know some of you are exploring starting up a podcast. I hear it quite a lot when I talk to publishers. Yeah, I'm thinking about starting a, a podcast. I think I think there are a lot of publishers kind of in that mode. Some are doing it. And I, what I would do is consider, yes, the podcast is great, um, but you want to make it part of your value add. So I would uh, either edit the podcast. You could maybe tease out the first 
part of it. And then for full access, you have to be a paid subscriber and, and listen to it. Um, you can do an integration with the, um, with, um, the Apple store now to be able to, uh, connect to that and, and basically paid subscribers get access to paid podcasts. Um, uh, but that's something that, you know, I'd say most publishers are not quite ready for, but it is, it is coming. And if you're in a, in a spot where you're considering it, uh, it's, it's a good spot. We actually, um, worked with, um, uh, street photography magazine. They started a premium podcast years ago, years ago. And, uh, when I talked to Bob about it, um, he loved it. Now, subscribers absolutely loved it. You know, they'd list, they, they'd go to the website, they'd log in, um, and, uh, they'd listen to the, what they know, knew as the subscriber only podcast. And he was actually producing public podcast, like free podcasts in the stores. And then that, and then he would drive, um, sub subscribers simply by promoting, uh, the, his, his content and the premium podcasts that were available to subscribers that really worked well for him. And he was a, he's a one band, uh, one man band, um, and, and did it all. So, or most of it all anyway. Uh, so it works. It has worked for a while. Okay. Um, I have one more thought for 2024, which we already talked about. Want to take a guess, Tyler, what it is? Uh, talked about the newsletter. We talked about newsletter, apps, WhatsApp, and SMS, podcast. One more. Mm. 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 Okay. AI. Let's jump into AI just a little bit because it is, it's the hot thing. So um, if you're not using AI, you need to be using it. And I would, and um, if you're afraid of it, skeptical of it, um, really, this is the point in time to jump in and start playing with it. Everybody's playing with it. We're all new at AI. Like this is nothing to be, be uh, ashamed of because we're all new, right? We're all exploring what's what what it's capable of. So things that are working for uh, for publishers and AI are like what what Reuters mentions that back office stuff. Like what can you do with it to superpower yourself as a publisher? It's it's not about writing content, and that's where I think a lot of people get weirded out about, oh, my God, AI is going to write all the content. No, 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 no. And if you've actually played with AI, the content it produces is eh, unless your inputs are fantastic. So the better your inputs, the better your outputs. Inputs take effort. And, yes, it can accelerate It can accelerate things for you. But you you, you have to put the effort in to make it work. So th things that are um, – so the idea behind AI is, like, go to, go to OpenAI – uh, create a free account, chat GPT 3.5 is what we're at, and you can just start playing with it. So uh, things you can do with it. We use it for like, we'll get a transcript from this podcast. We'll run it through chat GPT and we'll build a summary. It'll build a summary of the podcast and we post that um, on our blog, right? I will edit that summary. And that's the thing is like, when you get these summaries, you'll get something that's, sometimes you'll get something that's like, oh, that's terrible. So you got to edit it. And then then that means you go back in and say, oh, wait, oh, okay, do it this way. Don't do it that way. You get something that's decent. You're going to go in. You're going to edit it anyway. Then you post it. But I'll tell you what, I think, uh, I think I've saved myself at least an hour of time every time I use AI to create a transcript. 
This is original content. This is our content. This is drawing from our knowledge base, from our publishers. But we're using AI to speed the, the take this long transcription that would take probably longer than an hour to get through and edit it, to do it in, in a few seconds and then and then spend a few minutes editing and then post it and you're done. So uh so uh, summarizing long documents. If you record, if you're in town hall and you're recording something, right? Get a transcription, feed it into AI, produce the summary. Like this is just like an amazing way to leverage and make yourself, you know, super powered. Uh, proofreading is another one that's that's important. Send, let the AI, you know, find spelling mistakes and and grammatical errors and and uh, suggest. And by the way, you can train your own your own AIs to do it in your style too. Like there's, you, but it you know it takes a little time to kind of figure out what 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 you want it to do and how to communicate with it. And that's why the playing is important. You can create images for articles. That's another big one. Um, now I. You know, you got to be a little careful with it, but yes, there's Dolly, which is the built-in tool for ChatGPT. You tell it, I need uh, I need a, a person reading a newspaper, drinking a cup of coffee in front of a window uh, for this article, and boom, you got it, right? Now you can go down the rabbit hole and spend hours trying to <laughs> perfect these images, but it's it's certainly something that, um, that you can uh, put to work, and I see being put to work. Uh, research, just gathering data on things. Just tell tell ChatGPT to go like, you know, uh, give me some information on, on this topic or that topic. And you'll be, it'll save you hours of research time if you're doing a big project. Um, and then another one, which which is actually working, uh, there's a couple of Swedish publishers, Afton uh, Bladet in, in Sweden, and one of Another one that we're called out as as this working well, um, and it's like doing a little summary on top of your articles. Like if you if you're publishing longer articles, news articles, um, you can essentially feed your article into ChatGPT and say, "Hey, write write a two sentence or you know you know three sentence summary of this article, and then you can post that as a block on top of that article. Um, that is something that has proven really effective. And and because what you're doing is, you know, you see you see a thousand words, and you're like, maybe I'll read it, maybe I won't, maybe I'll read the first few sentences. But if you produce a two sentence summary of that thousand word article, I will, you know, we'll, the reader will read the two sentence summary, be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, now I'll read the article. So it's been increasing. Um, uh, reading rates on articles, just having those little summaries that can be AI generated uh, in your flow. Um, so those are the things that I've seen. I don't know, Tyler, if there's anything else that you either do use personally with AI or or you find that your publishers are are doing with AI. Um, uh, I yeah, that's that's what you've listed is most of it. I've got one publisher that was has been uh, experimenting with. Uh, using it to develop like background content, which again, you know, publishers are a little hesitant to do that, but it was basically, here's the, here's the headline news in my local community, but give me some broader context at the bottom. Oh, interesting. I yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. So researching on the background content. Yeah. Like here's something that happened, happened in the community. Let's say, you know, mm -hmm. uh, a chemical in the water. Okay. Give me, 
some background about like issues within the US that we see with drinking water or something in the last five years. I don't know. They're using it as a as a tool for background research um, to to help them, you know. I don't know if they're still using it, but whenever they do use AI, they're they're very like explicit yeah. about, you know, disclosing that on, on right. their sites. Yeah, that's fair. For for a piece for for content like that for sure. Um, if they're going in and editing it, like if you're going in, if you, if AI draft up something and you're going in and actually editing it as a human, uh, in order to, to make it better, which you should generally be doing, um, then, then that, that's not as important, but yeah, if you're pulling research and it's AI generated now, you're, yeah, you're, you're basically citing yeah. your source. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they were, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And they, and I believe yeah. they were uh, manipulating what they got clearly. I mean, usually you can't use what it spits out verbatim it's no. not quite right. that good <laughs> still probably saved them some time right oh for sure for sure stuff that you would spend hours trying to research yeah. and it can bundle that up for you in a couple of seconds so yep yep all right i think that's all we got for today so just to summarize it uh this is the year of control get things under your control stop worrying about social make your free news newsletter and paid subscriber newsletter. Awesome. Think about apps if you're ready for that. Think about SMS uh, and WhatsApp, um, you know, collecting that information and blasting out notifications. Consider paid podcast and uh, start playing with AI if you haven't already. It will just make your world smarter and faster and supercharge you as a publisher. Thanks for listening. That's the pod. Thanks for listening to the Paywall Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch to discuss subscription strategy, go to leakypaywall.com. See you next time.